0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlay to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win today. Sign up today, bet 100, and get 100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. I'm just about that action boss. everyone. Back to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, November the 30th, the final day in November. We are back to our normal slot, 3.30 on the Eastern Time Zone, 2.30 in the Central. and If you're all the way out West, it is uh, 12.30 your time. So uh, welcome to have everybody back. And I am joined by my co-host. First off, I am Moneyline Mac, and I'm joined like I am every single week by J. Mark, Mr. Old Fashioned Football himself. J. Mark, did you have a good turkey holiday?
1: It was good. Always good to get some family time in, um, yell at the TV at all the football games and everything. So how about you?
0: I had a great one. And uh, obviously our picks did as well, if uh, everybody follows us on Twitter. J. Mark and I uh, are holding it down a little bit in this early a.m. morning show uh, for for the podcast. Uh, We both had good winning weeks. Uh, me more on the money line J. Mark Moore against the spread So uh, hoping to continue the momentum What did you think of the action last week? And I know it was it's always a weird NFL weekend whenever it's Thanksgiving weekend Because you get the three games on Thursday And then it's kind of a shorter slate on Sunday uh, Had some bad weather games With the rain So overall takes from uh, week number 12
1: Yeah um, On Thanksgiving Day on Thursday We couldn't have asked for better games Lots of good games there um otherwise you know there weren't a ton of surprises I didn't think um the the Ravens Jags one you called that one I was on the wrong side of that that kind of surprised me I thought Ravens were going to pull it together there but um otherwise I think a lot of the games kind of went how we expected them to
0: yeah I I thought uh not not stunner but surprise was the way that Vegas was able to run the ball with Josh Jacobs against Seattle, going for 300 purpose, all purpose yards. Um, And then I know the nightcap, you were just smiling because Aaron Rodgers, not that he got hurt, but Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, it seems like the air's over in green Bay. A little bit that he got hurt too. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you don't wish it upon him, but if it happens, it happens. So, uh, but uh, the Eagles get it done, get to 10 and one. The NFC beast just continues to be a real thing. Everybody way over 500, last place being seven and five. uh, And we'll preview a big NFC East matchup in the early slate. Um, Moving on to week number 13, what are you, what catches your eye going into this week?
1: Um, For me, so on this early slate, the most important game playoff wise, and then just probably the one I'm most looking forward to besides my Bears is your commanders going against the Giants. Um, the commanders have been a a red hot team, obviously since Taylor Heineke took over and the giants dropping two in a row. So I'm really looking forward to watching that one.
0: Yeah, no, obviously my team, I'm, heavily invested in that game, but from an actual fan, football fan, I mean, that's can't ask for a better slate here. And I mean, you look at two other games that have playoff implications that are cross conference matchups. You got the New York jets at seven and four going into the, to the Minnesota Vikings at nine and two. Then you also got the Tennessee Titans leading their division at seven and four going to the NFL record, best Philadelphia Eagles at 10 and one. So, and then you just move along uh, in the later window. We don't have those games. That'll be moon off and Scott, later in the week, but you got Miami at San Francisco, the history there with Shanahan and McDaniel working with one another. And then of course you got the rematch of the AFC championship with Kansas city and Cincinnati. So I think probably on paper, this is the best week yet.
1: Yeah. It's going to be loaded with good football, I think.
0: And I mean, it, it all starts tomorrow night. We don't have that game as well. Uh, the Thursday night game it's uh, between the Buffalo bills and new England Patriots. Every time, that those two hook up, it's always a good one. Of course, last year Buffalo winning two out of three. Just asked Adam how uh, the playoff game went for Buffalo, where they uh, didn't punt the whole time. The only way New England seems to be able to beat them is if uh, there's fifty mile an hour winds and
1: they only can throw the ball three times. Yeah, um, and. You know when we get to this time of year it's always interesting when you're heavily invested in fantasy football like i am because i need josh allen to do really poorly because i play against him and i also need him to do really well because i have him in a league so i'll be rooting and for and against him
0: (laughs) yes and make sure you guys for fantasy i mean we are at the fantasy football uh at the end of the road. So playoffs are coming up. So make sure you go check out the old fashioned football. Um uh, getting ready to make a playoff push myself, hopefully. So uh,
1: J Mark got my season turned around <laughs> and my co-host, my wife kicked my ass this weekend in the league. We faced off each other. And so, oh,
0: and you were around family the whole time too. Yep. So it's so... like she, you couldn't get away from her. I mean, no, nope. like I didn't it, hear the
1: end of it. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no doubt. I'm sure her family was poking the bear as well. So uh, <laughs> no pun intended with your bears. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, but before we dive in, like we said, this is a loaded slate. We got eight early window games that we're going to preview. But before we do so, I got to get us paid, and I'm going to get us paid. So over at WinBet, um, ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in a same game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet. Build your own bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 to win 100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so that they know that we sent you. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. Present the city. Play through. Winbet is available. If you or someone has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. All right, J. Mark, let's get right into it, and we're going to start with uh everybody's favorite team that likes to pile on when they're struggling Denver Broncos uh, another pathetic performance offensively <laughs> scoring 10 points at the Carolina Panthers they're going to Baltimore who also laid an egg and uh seems to always blow big leads another uh, double digit blown lead for the Baltimore Ravens last week. the Ravens are laying eight and a half we have I'm seeing the over under at 38 and a half so a low total. Give me your take on this one headed into week number 13.
1: Yeah, I feel like the Ravens should be better than they've looked. I mean, on paper, they should be better. Um, shout out to Nick Fortune in the chat who says F the Broncos. I agree, Nick. Fuck the Broncos. Um, what worries me with this line is with the reports that Russell Wilson is losing the locker room and just how bad the Broncos have looked anyways. Who's taking them? I, I can't see a lot of people running to the, the windows or to their books to take the Broncos. Um, so I think the Ravens are going to be heavily bet, and that worries me. But Denver is bad on the road against Baltimore, anyways, one and six in the last seven. And whether it's Wilson or Hackett or both, they're one and four on the road against the spread this year. Baltimore, eight and two in December in the last 10. Slightly nervous about the look ahead because the Ravens always want to play the Steelers tough, but. John Harbaugh doesn't really seem like the coach that takes anybody lightly, even if it is the the lowly Broncos. So I, I'm going to roll with the Ravens and the points here and, and hope that they can show up big and kind of put uh, Wilson out of his misery. How about you? I
0: first thing that came to mind with the low total is this is a great tease opportunity to tease the Baltimore Ravens down to two and a half. So they will be in my tease at the end sneak peek. I'm gonna go with the Broncos just because I still think they are a competent defensive football team. I think they can keep the game close. I I, I don't think they're gonna win. I because they can't score 18 points. Everybody sees a stat uh, week in and week out where if they just scored 18 fucking points, they would be like nine and two and be right, right there with <laughs> Kansas City to uh, be the one team, But but they can't do so. So uh, I, I'm gonna ride with the Broncos to keep this thing close. I, I'm with you. This is a public side with uh, Baltimore getting a bunch of the tickets and the money, but the number seems to be staying right at eight and a half. I'll take I'll take the Ravens to win this thing by six or seven points.
1: Yeah, um, very could easily be uh, kind of a closer game like that. Um, I just – I picked the Broncos last week to beat the Panthers, and they just – they look pathetic. I
0: mean – They, there's, they there's, do, and they're screaming at each other. They're, yeah. they're
1: horribly coached. Yeah, they are very horribly coached. This team is broken. So, yeah, I just I can't get back uh, behind them right now. They've burned me too many times this year when I think, oh, they're going to kind of turn around and be competitive in this one. Um, so, yeah, I this is where I, I would like to see the Ravens turn it on because I thought the Ravens had a good chance of kind of sneaking around and, you know, everybody talks about the Bills and the Chiefs and not a lot of people talking about the Ravens. Thought they had a good chance to make a deep playoff push, but they they need to prove themselves because they've had too many close games that shouldn't have been close.
0: No doubt, and I, I all the analytics guys and and the numbers guys and the PFF DVOA love the Ravens, rightfully mm-hmm. so. I mean, they've led like ninety five percent of their games, but yet they're sitting at seven and four overall because they've blown four fourth quarter leads. Uh, five and six against the spread. They just seem to, for some, they can't finish. Which is ironic because you think of a good running football team, they should be able to finish. Uh, sorry, I got a little uh, little uh, thing going on. I thought I had do not disturb on, but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, they just for some reason struggle to finish games, and I I can't put my thumb on it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not sure what the deal is either. It um JK Dobbins might be coming back soon. Gus Edwards is gonna be back. Maybe those guys will kind of I mean the running game hasn't been terrible, but maybe they'll give them the kind of spark to kind of really ignite this offense and get it going better. Um, but I guess with time will tell. We'll see.
0: Yeah, that was uh Russell Wilson just called me. That's who it was. He said uh <laughs> he he can cover the eight and a half, so I'm in good hands. I don't know. <laughs> there, there you so go. let's so let's ride. <laughs> uh yeah no let's move along uh to a better game because uh i i think that game is a dud for for the most part and this this is an interesting one because you got two division leaders interesting matchup here tennessee going to philly philly laying i don't know if it's a short number but I, i thought they might be closer to a touchdown five and a half points over under 44 and a half you ride them with the eagles
1: or uh vrabel I think you're looking at my notes because you said it's an interesting one, and that's the exact yeah. thing that my notes say first. Interesting. Um, it, it's interesting to me because the Eagles defense started so strong um, at the beginning of the year. They look like one of the best defenses in the league, forcing turnovers, stopping the run. Jordan Davis gets hurt. They have a couple other injuries, and now it's like, can they keep up with people? Can they score enough points to stay ahead, which obviously they've been able to do, but When you're struggling against a run, one of the last teams you want to play is the Tennessee Titans. I mean, that's what the only thing they really do well on offense. I mean, the pass game is there now and then, but they rely on that run, pounding the rock with Derrick Henry. So that that kind of worries me, but this Eagles offense is really good. And and I don't think they're going to have a problem moving the ball on the Titans. I think they're going to be able to stay ahead. Um, throughout the entire game and, and win it. Like you said, I think this should have been closer to a touchdown instead of the five-and-a-half. So I'm going to take the Eagles, the five-and-a-half. Um, I know you hate the Eagles, but are you riding with them this week?
0: I, I've gone back and forth because I love taking Variable as a dog, and yeah. they're coming off a loss as well. I've just seen it so many times, whether this year, looking at what Tennessee's done as a dog so far this year, um, I mean, the Kansas City game pops up right in my mind. Um, yeah. Where, I mean, they, they had Malik Wilson, couldn't throw the ball, but he still finds a way to keep the game close. I'm going to just, uh, and then also, uh, they also were a dog against uh, Indy, ironically, one time on the road, and they, they got the game one outright. He's 16 and 10 straight up as a dog. Uh, Green Bay, they were a dog on that Thursday night game. It just seems like this is I'm, – I'm just going to continue to ride the variable trend and take Tennessee to keep this game close. I'm with you. I think this is in terms of matchup-wise, Philly has struggled to stop the run recently. Green Bay, yeah. Houston, Washington, obviously, their only loss, have all run on them. So I'll take a stab at uh, the Titans to keep this thing close.
1: Yeah, and shout-out to the chat. Nick, I was not trashing the Eagles – and he said, Sean will not be happy. <laughs> I was not trashing. them; just saying that their defense has definitely let, uh, let up more yards than they were at the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I'll trash Eagles. Fuck the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> I, Sean can be uh, unhappy all he wants. I'm not a, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not an Eagles homer. I can't stand them, but they, they are good. They are good offensively. You mentioned it dynamic offensively with Jalen hurts and that rushing attack, AJ Brown on the outside as well. So but I like the Titans. Take
1: take the variable as a dog, baby. If they can um, slow the Eagles offense, are, are yeah. they a live dog? I think so. I think yeah. it,
0: right, right off the tread was variable, yeah, he's good against the spread as a dog, but he's even better uh, value-wise when, on the money line. Um, look at pulling up the weather. It's just going to be cold, 40 degrees and <clears> a little bit of windy. So I guess it doesn't really favor either team. Both teams want to run the
1: ball. Yeah, for sure. We're and, split uh, on, on the first two games. This isn't good.
0: I know. I know. <laughs> well, hey, you'll win the spread. I'll win the money line just like this last week. So so we, there you can, go. <laughs> so we can hit the rankings again. I'm interested to see what you got on this next one, because this is an intriguing matchup. The New York football Jets, quarterback change. You just saw it. Mike White, under center. All of a sudden, their offense is clicking. Going to Minneapolis. I never can pronounce that. It's always a tongue twister for me. <laughs> uh, over under 44 and a half. Vikings coming off the primetime win for Kirk Cousins. Those come rare. Uh, What are you doing here, man? Uh, This also seems like a short number with the Vikings at home.
1: Yeah, it does seem like a short number. And I think it's a little – I think the Jets are inflated right now because they just dropped 31 points. They moved the ball very efficiently. But this was against – I hate saying this, but a very bad Bears defense, um, especially in pass coverage. And then they lost Eddie Jackson their safety – who is a big part of that defense. So between trades and def or uh, injuries, this defense has been decimated. So I don't know if you can grade Mike White's performance necessarily on that. I will say, I do like what the jets did as far as kind of establishing their identity. They started running the ball a lot more than they have been. And I think that's what they need to do. doesn't seem like they'd ran it that well since Brees Hall got hurt. So that was good. Even with Michael Carter going out, Zonovan white came in and did good. Um, these Vikings, I, I, they just, they have not looked sharp, you know, and we said multiple times that we thought they might be a little fraudulent, but then I was on the fence. is was like, maybe they're the real deal. And now they're starting to look fraudulent again, but they're a very good home team, including 11 and four against the spread in the last 15 with against an opponent traveling over a thousand miles. That's the jets traveling there. I think the jets are probably riding high. They have some more game tape on Mike white now, so I'm going to ride with the Vikings here in the three points. How about you?
0: Yeah, I've gone back and forth on this one, um, just because I don't know, man. The Vikings, I, I I can't believe in them for some reason. I just feel like every week I'm like, how did they win that game? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at the Jets here. I think uh, I think the Vikings are going to have trouble blocking the Jets, kind of like they had trouble blocking Dallas when they played them a couple weeks back. I know they have the extended rest, but I, I think the I think the Jets are believing in themselves with the quarterback change, and I, I'll, I'll ride it for w- one more week at least. I think I think this game's going to come right down the wire. I think the line actually is rightly placed. I know it's weird that a 9-2 team at home is only laying three, but the Jets are. I mean, the Jets are really really good defensively, and we've seen Minnesota struggle to block these good
1: defensive fronts. True, very true. Um, I just so when I'm looking at it, I think of how the the vikings were able to beat the uh the patriots last week. I think they mm-hmm. kind of use a similar game plan. Um granted, you know, you need you need some luck, but I'd rather be lucky than good. My dad has always said that. So, I'm going to go with the vikings getting lucky again. Can the vikings clinch the division this weekend? I believe they can. Uh, and if the bears beat the uh the packers and I think it's probably a sure thing for them. Oh, I know you
0: like saying that.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, sorry. When uh, the yeah, Bears beat the Packers yeah. is what I meant to say.
0: <laughs> Sneak peek. That game is on our slate. Uh, speaking of the NFC North, the Detroit Lions are playing good football. And so, all of a sudden, are the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, two-team surgeon, And this is the highest total of the week number 13, ironically, between Trevor Lawrence and Jared Goff. Jaguars laying one and a half. Go to Detroit. Over under 51 and a half, like I said. Uh, what, what are you doing here? You think of uh, the Jags figure something out coming out of that bye under Doug Peterson?
1: Gosh, I don't know. Um, I think this is an interesting spot because I love this game. Yeah, I I do too. And we were kind of talking about it before. Like normally when you see Jags lions, it's like, who wants to watch that? But this yeah. one is going to be entertaining. I think the lions play good as dogs and now they're home dogs. Um, yeah. The same Lions that just went toe to toe with the Bills, who, you know, everybody talks about how the Bills are elite, but the Lions stuck in there with them. Jags have looked decent, but the Lions at home as a dog, six and 0 and 1 in the last seven. And Goff is surprisingly good at home, eight and 1 1 in the last 10. The Jags, for whatever reason, historically bad against the NFC. I think that continues. I like the Lions. I hate that I like the Lions, but I like them to keep it rolling. I mean, they've they've been kind of on a hot streak until they met the Bills. I think they keep it going uh, or get back on track there. So I'm taking the Lions and the points, and, and I think they went out right as well. How about you?
0: You know, it's weird because uh, Detroit opened as a favorite, and now yeah. now Jacksonville is a favorite. And I am a li- little hesitant to back the Jaguars as a favorite. Uh, we know the trends that they seem to never cover, and they don't cover by a lot of points. But I think this Jaguars team was better than their record, and I think the bye kind of got them back, back on track. Uh, both teams need this game if they want any chance of get or uh, staying in the playoff race. Kind of feels like a tie, to be honest, uh, between these two. I'm, I'm anticipating an entertaining game from these two, maybe a 33-30 either way. Uh, potentially the game of the day. Uh, to be honest, I'm gonna take it the Jags. Sounds,
1: sounds weird, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna take the Jags. I I, I kind of like, I kind of favor Doug Peterson in December over Dan Campbell.
1: All right, storyline of this week is gonna be when will we finally agree on a line? <laughs> hey, ma- maybe it's this next one
0: because we got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off the Monday night win, going to the ATL in a pick 'em over under 42. Oh man, this, this is a tricky one. And, and I should say, I could see, I, I, for the ones that we've done so far, I have not felt adamant on any of them. I'm just like you, I'm sure. I mean, I'm not locking up any of the games so far that we've gone through. Yeah. Agreed. So uh, it's uh it's an interesting
1: early slate. So uh, where are you going in this one in the ATL? So this is weird. This line has been shifting. Um, the Steelers have been favored at one point. The Falcons have been favored, but it keeps kind of coming back to that pick em. Um, I think the Steelers finally started to unlock some success on their offense. They're, you know, Kenny Pickett hasn't looked necessarily great. There are some times where he could make better decisions, but he's a rookie, right? So yeah. you expect that. You expect him to continue to grow each week, and I think we've seen him progress. I'm not a Kenny Pickett believer at all. But I think he's starting to put it together. The Falcons have started struggling recently um, after a, a pretty strong start, one that kind of surprised everybody. Najee Harris, if he misses, um, I think that's big because he was finally getting going. But Benny Snell has done a good job in the past coming in for, for Najee and for James Conner. He just he does a good job coming in for a couple games. You know, he's never a starter, but always comes in for a couple games and is good. I'm going to ride with Tomlin here on the road. um, I know Atlanta is a hard place to go play, but I like the Steelers here to take it. How about you? We agree here. I'm taking, I'm taking,
0: yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. Um, Just a simple handicap. I like their defense. I think they'll be able to slow down to a certain degree. The Atlanta rushing attack. I think a little bit of a dream crusher in a way last week for Atlanta too, losing the way that they did in Washington, And we all know Tomlin. He's never had a losing season. He sits at four and seven right now Uh, on deck. They got Baltimore and Carolina. You get this one. All of a sudden you got a chance to get back to seven and seven and be right back in the thick of things. Somehow, some way (laughs) Tomlin in December, I'll ride the Steelers and uh, yeah, stay tuned. This might be a potential candidate for a lock. I like it. Yeah. I, 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 I love Beck and Tomlin in these spots for sure. Yeah. Yep. And let's move along to our next game. Here you go. I know you like this one. <laughs> We're going to go to the NFC North and we got the green Bay Packers at four and eight. We got the Chicago bears at three and nine. So the bears need this game to tie the Packers, uh, over under 43 and a half. Do you think Rodgers gets a start? Um, what are you hearing on the ground there in Chicago?
1: Yeah, so I've heard that Rodgers will play. I've heard that Justin Fields wants to play um because he knows how important this rivalry is. Yeah. I think if he does, you know, if you have Fields playing or not playing, that's a it's a completely different ball game. Um my my biggest concern is our defense sucks. Our defense is really bad and Rodgers has um, made a career on torching the Bears over and over and over. Just ask him. Yeah, exactly. Um, He does own us, but this is where we have a change of ownership. This is where uh, Rodgers kind of – it's kind of the stamp on the end of his career in Green Bay. As Justin Fields has this team believing when he's in, he is electric. He kind of lifts everybody up, it seems like. The defense even plays better even when they're not playing great. And I just think this is kind of a a change of – the past decade or even decade plus of the Packers picking on the bears, always beating them up. And I just, I really think the bears will be competitive. Maybe they lose by three, but I don't think so. I think they finally get the win at Chicago. It's what all the fans want. It's what they all need. It's what Justin Fields can do to kind of just put that last stamp on. I am your franchise quarterback. So give me the bears.
0: So, I got Rodgers's uh, trends pulled up right here on my left <laughs> against <laughs> the Bears. He's 22 and 7 ATS against the Bears, 24 and 5 straight up. Uh, one and covered the last seven meetings in, in versus Chicago. It, it's even worse in Chicago. He's 11 and 3. He's 9 and 1 straight up and 10 and 0 against the spread versus the Bears coming off a loss. So, the Bears, like you said, is always his get right spot. Um, he's 12 and 0 against the Bears after failing to cover the spread in the previous game. Oh man, it gets even worse. He's 16 and 0 against the spread against the Bears when Green Bay's last game before playing was Chicago uh 1-by-10 or anything worse. Oh man. Um, but I'm with you, man. The Packers the Packers aren't the Packers this year. So yeah. I'm going to take the Bears and I, I actually sprinkle some on the money line, especially if fields plays. I
1: yeah, this Packers sure. team
0: is broken. I I I don't know how many more times we can go over it. I know you like uh you take great pleasure in saying that the Packers are broken, but you're absolutely right. And if they do lose this game, they're officially eliminated. So no better opponent to end the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers
1: era than the Chicago Bears. Absolutely. Shout out to the chat where my mom is checking in saying go yeah. Bears, if yeah. they do nothing else for the rest of the season, they just need to finally beat the pack. I agree, and shout-out to Nick, who said, Go Bears, fuck the Packers. agree (laughs) with that. Um, If you look at last week's game for the Packers with Jalen Hurts and how much he ran, and this is no discredit to Jalen Hurts because I think he's a really good athlete. I think Fields is a better runner. And so if Fields is healthy, if Fields can play, I think he's got the opportunity to run all over them and break another record for most rushing yards by a quarterback in a game. Um and, and it'll just be all the sweeter when the Bears beat them and Rodgers cries off the field. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, and I think the public
0: is going to come in heavy, heavy on Green Bay because everybody's mm-hmm. says, "Oh man, the Bears have lost five in a row. Uh, they just got embarrassed by the Jets. Their season's over. They're tanking. They're they're going to pop up for one more game. It's going to be Sunday. I'm with you. So give me the Bears, and uh, it might be a dog. So stay tuned. Absolutely. Uh, and let's move along into this next game. And NFC East is probably the game of the early window. Washington. My Heineke's are rolling. <laughs> winners of six out of seven may crack the top 10 in the power rankings. Stay tuned. Check us out. Follow us on Twitter. NFL gambling podcast laying two and a half in the Meadowlands over under 40 and a half. The giants have lost two in a row. They're not, I wouldn't say they're spiral spiraling, but they're struggling right now. Um, kind of regression a little bit. So, where do you want to go in this NFC East matchup, Jay Mark?
1: So, I heard that um, the Heineken beer is considering buying the stadium if they keep winning and making Taylor Heineke the official star of the rest of his career. Okay, maybe not, but still, <laughs> um, Taylor Heineke is a guy who's got his team believing and they're finding ways to win, whether it's the air, the ground, the defense. They just they're finding ways to win games and. I agree with what you said there. The giants aren't necessarily, they're not downtrending, but they have struggled more recently and whether that's the injuries are finally catching up with them or if it's just kind of um, you know, they started off so hot that we are seeing some natural regression here. They're a good team. But this commander's team is just, they're trending up. Um, and and that's a joke about Heineken because, I mean, he's sitting there drinking bush lights. So I, no he'll, doubt. Never, he'll never get a deal like that. <laughs> no, no doubt. Um, but yeah, Giants losing two in a row. And, and sorry to the mothership Kramer, but it, let's make it three in a row. Commanders by two and a half. Yeah, I, uh, I think this game is going to be
0: close. Uh, I'm not going to come out here and say that we're going to kick the Giants' ass because over the years we have struggled in the Meadowlands. Um, I think this is also a desperate spot for the Giants. They got the Eagles on deck. They lost three out of four. But I think Washington's better. They got the better roster, better defense. Uh, they're clearly figuring out their niche, running the football with Brian Roberts- Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, setting up play action for Taylor Heineke to game manage and the Heineke magic thing's a real thing, I, whether you want to believe it or not. They've won six out of seven. They've ended the Eagles' undefeated season. I look for them to continue to roll. And it seems like whenever Ron's teams get on a roll in no, November and December, they keep going. Um, just pulling up a stat here: uh, no letdown with Ron Rivera because in Washington, after a win, they're twelve and six and one ATS. So when he seems to figure things out, they, it seems to. It, it feels like they always roll last year or two years ago. They started two and seven last year, uh, two and seven or two and six this year, one and four every year they get better and better as the season goes along. So I'm, I'm riding my team again. One last time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it. Um, and I, I think there's something to be said about, you know, Taylor Heineke's path to the NFL, you know, going to the XFL. I mean, this is a guy that's playing, uh, just for the next game, really, because he's he's been on that um, in a smaller league, trying to prove himself type of deal. Now to the, the NFL starter, I mean, that's kind of your Cinderella story if there is one. So I really think that has a lot to do with um, just his character and how he can play so gritty and pick those guys up around him and everything. I, I think that might have something to do with it. Um, and obviously, as a spring football fan, you love to see it.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And uh, for gamblers, we love Taylor Heineke. I mean, I love him because he's my quarterback, but he's rolling at ATS in the last 15 games. He's uh, 12-2-1 against the spread in his last 87-0-1. Washington has covered in seven straight games or six out of seven since he's taken over. They won six out of seven straight up. So he's been good to us D-Gens.
1: Absolutely. I'm catching up in the uh, chat here. I don't know if Nick said you or I were a stud, but I'm guessing it was one of us.
0: Well, yeah, it could be. It could be A and B. Appreciate it, Nick. There you go. <laughs> Whoever you're talking about. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to watching this game. Hopefully, continue to roll. And Chase Young might be coming back too, so get a little more uh, help on the defensive front.
1: Yeah, I thought he was supposed to come back next week. So I or last week. I mean, so I feel like yeah. he'll definitely be ready this week.
0: Yeah, it, it's going to be fun. It's it's good to see Washington, Dallas, Dow- or not Dallas. Fuck Dallas. Uh, Washington, <laughs> New York. Although I will say, it's good to have all four teams competitive in a division NFC race uh, coming down the stretch in December. Meaningful it,
1: football. It's going to be crazy. I mean, I I still think you could see all four of them in the playoffs, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, and we'll just win the Super Bowl. That's good. There you go. <laughs> no big deal.
1: Uh, <laughs> dream big. So, dream big.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Heineke, uh, <laughs> our final game. And this one I've been waiting to preview for about 13 weeks now. <laughs> Shout out to moon off. This is the moon off bowl here. We got the Cleveland Browns coming off the big win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the farewell game for Jacoby Brissett because Mr. Massage man is back under center. The <laughs> Sean Watson returns laying seven. And of course the NFL, where are they going to start in Houston where it all began where all of the shenanigans went down. They're going to have all the witnesses there. It's going to be this. I mean, they've made this game into something when I, I mean, if this didn't have the storyline, you'd be like, Oh, Browns Texans, who gives a shit. But now with the storylines, this is my CTV. Um, where are you going here, man? I, I have a simple handicap on this game. I'm looking forward to hearing yours.
1: Well, first of all, when they were doing his suspension, they had to have looked at the schedule, right? No doubt. I mean, they had to know <laughs> that they were returning him to this. They were like, let's do the full season. Well, I got a better storyline for you. Um, This one's simple to me, even if it doesn't look simple. Cleveland, for whatever reason, doesn't cover uh, against Houston well. Cleveland doesn't cover well as a favorite. And you, ha- you just know the Texans want to make Watson look terrible. Sure, you could say there's a revenge angle on both sides, but – I think Watson made yeah. out all right. He's making a shit ton of money. So, um, I, I really like the Texans to, to make him look bad and to cover by seven. How about you?
0: I'm with you. I think Houston's mm-hmm. going to win this game. I think this is their final win of the year. Um, and you mentioned it, Stefanski, not good as a favorite. This is the first game that Deshaun Watson has played since January 3rd, 2021, when there weren't even fans in the stands at that time. That's how long <laughs> that's how long it's been that Deshaun Watson hasn't played a game. There's going to be Russ. Uh, has he practiced? Has he not? This is, I mean, this is the dog spot of the year. Take the Texans, take it on the money line, just like in week one against uh, the Colts where they should have hit.
1: Yeah, and and for me, like wh- when somebody does uh, questionably questionable things character-wise, yeah. and then their first game back, call me vindictive, but I like to see them kind of get what's coming to them or or um, pay for it. Now, I'm I'm not the judge or jury, but look for the the uh, the Texans to make life hell for them. I think they're going to fuck the,
0: the Browns up, to be honest. To yeah. keep it simple on <laughs> my handicap. I think they're going to be playing their asses off. Um, and, I mean, and you just think about the guys that return to where they played all those years. We saw it week one with Russell Wilson. It was a tough spot for him, emotional, a lot of distractions. They lose the game. Even Tom Brady going back to New England should have lost that game if uh, his kid – if uh, New England makes a field goal at the end of the game. Peyton Manning lost his first return game to Indianapolis. So these return games are hard for the guys returning. A lot of distractions, a lot of people, you know. This one's different, though, because you're you're not welcome there either. Right, exactly. Like the other guys are like embraced. This guy will not be cheered. This guy will be – it's going to be hostile. This is going to be as hostile a game as you'll see all season long.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And and the Browns are I mean you can't lay seven with the Browns.
1: No, not at all.
0: <laughs> and coming off the win over Brady. Oh man. Yeah, no smash spot for Houston. So uh they they're probably gonna be featured in my lock, dog, and tease here. Uh it just got really dark in this room I'm in. So I don't know <laughs> what happened. I think a storm's coming. <laughs> the Sean Watson storm, I guess. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, that's a perfect transition into the lock dog and tease. Uh Jay Mark, where do you want to go for your lock, brother?
1: So gosh, this one was tough for me because I wasn't sure who to lock up. But my lock is also going to be a dog. Give me the Lions plus one and a half. I think they uh have been on the right side of things and they're just good at home. So especially as a home dog. So I, I like them to cover that one and a half.
0: Yeah, I I, I could see that angle right there. Um God, do I walk up do I lock up Washington once again? I mean, I feel like I locked them <laughs> up every week and they just keep winning. I'm gonna lock up i'm gonna go to the steelers i'm gonna go to tomlin to get it done uh, in a pick'em game they need the game in the worst way i know they're on a short week but we know the trend. he can't have a losing season gotta have this one stay in the playoff hunt so i'll take the steelers to beat the atlanta falcons i love it
1: and for your dog we you knew this was coming before we even met today i'm sure i'm locking up the the changing of the colors the bears taking ownership back from Aaron Rodgers and winning that's plus 155 on the money line should be more because everybody knows that Rodgers is great and the bears suck but I'll take it regardless give me the bears no
0: I love it I'm 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 with you on that one but I'm going to get a juicier one here I'm taking Houston to beat uh <laughs> Cleveland plus 270 on the money line And to give Deshaun Watson a nice welcome back to Houston with the Big fat L. Shout out to you, Moon Off. Let's go Texans.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Uh,
0: And to give the audience something, uh, if you really want a long shot, you could pair – we could pair our two dogs together, and that would pay – I'm seeing a price of 90 to 1. Oof. That's not, 90 to, one. Like I, uh, not, not 90. 90 to one, Nine to one, nine to one. one. Yeah. Nine to one. <laughs> yeah, I, uh,
1: yeah. My bad. That would be, that would be. I like beyond. the other price better, but nine and one yeah. is still good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, if you want to get in on that home dog, uh, our dog parlay there in the early window, take the Texans and the Chicago bears on the money line to get it done.
1: Yes, sir. Throw lions in there too. Why not?
0: <laughs> you could throw, throw the lines in there Lions and Tigers
1: and Bears Oh my uh,
0: Where do you want to go Tease wise in this early slate
1: All right So I'm going to pull from your dog Texans plus 13 Because I agree with you I think they're going to win Or at least be close Steelers plus five Because I think they win that game And then we talked about it earlier Ravens uh, by two and a half
0: I like that as well um, I'm going to take uh, your lock I'm gonna go. Well, first off, I'm gonna start with Baltimore minus the two and a half. Yep. Um, I'm gonna take the Lions plus the seven and a half, and then for my w- final one, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Giants actually plus eight and a half. I think these 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 two teams hate each other. I, I, I don't see any way my team blows out the Giants in a game that the Giants going to have. So I'll take the Giants plus the eight and a half. And but of course, Heineke finds a way to get it done late. Heineke
1: magic in the fourth quarter. There you go. I like it. And we've been doing really good on our teasers. No I doubt. apologize that my bears kind of screwed you over last week. But aside from that, we've been on a little bit of a hot streak here. So um, if, if you're unsure and you don't want to do a lock or a dog, uh, pay attention to these teasers because we've been hitting them.
0: Yeah. And I, in fairness to the Bears one, we didn't know Fields was going to play at the time. He, it seemed like he was going to play. but Yep, agreed. Um, yeah, so – but, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, I, the teases, I, it's a fun way to play just because it, you, you find three games that you really like the sides of, and you can ride with that rather than having to lock up one side. So um, if you see good value, hop in on it. Uh, if, you, if you got a couple teases, hit us up in the Discord as well. Um, before we get out of here, Jay Mark, tell everybody where to find you on social. Hold on. I got it for the YouTube crowd. There you go. You're right there. So tell everybody where to find you
1: Yeah, follow me on Twitter at jmarkfootball That's the uh, the best place to see all the content That gets kicked out Yeah, no doubt
0: And uh, you also can find him over at the Old Fashioned Football Podcast, Fantasy Content And much, much more, he has good whiskey uh, I've had some of his bourbon, <laughs> Iowa bourbon uh, Especially after that Monday night win over the Philadelphia Eagles Maybe I'll crack some open if uh, we can beat The New York Football Giants and get to 8-5 and five. There you go yeah, no, all about some uh, good old whiskey, watching some football, or bourbon in that case. Uh, you guys can find me for the YouTube crowd right now looking at Moneyline underscore Mac, also in the Discord. Hit us up anytime, tweet at us, like our stuff, fade us, I don't care, just leave a comment. Uh, like, subscribe, feedback is a gift. We we love you guys and uh, appreciate your support throughout this NFL season through the first 12 weeks headed into week 13. And we're looking forward to finishing strong here with some winners Uh, Obviously J Mark and I had a great week last week, so we're looking to build off of that. Um before we get up on out of here, J-Mark, you got any last thoughts?
1: Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Go Bears.
0: Could have said it better myself. (laughs) Go Heineke. And don't forget to let it ride.